Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about what are morel mushrooms, the number one exciting mushroom to hunt. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. All right, so the other day, I was, uh, I was watching this YouTube video of these guys that were going morel mushroom hunting, and they, uh, you know, they described it in an interesting way to me. They described it as going, um, they were zombies hunting for brains. And if you've seen the morel mushroom, it resembles a brain. Um, the cap of the mushroom is this honeycomb-looking mushroom with these deep pits in it. And it technically resembles a brain, so it's kind of funny that they said they were zombies in search for their brains. And you know, morel season's over right now. Morel season is from typically from March to June in America, in most areas. The biggest thing is the temperature and stuff like that. But um, anyway, I was watching this video, and these guys—they were super, super excited about morel mushrooms. And you know, I think for somebody who's never heard of a morel mushroom or doesn't understand what they are, they might be confused about what's so exciting about the morel. And it is kind of a strange thing. I mean, morels aren't the only mushroom that are difficult to grow indoors. And, you know, they're not the only choice edible mushroom that's delicious to eat. They're not the only choice edible mushroom that's really high in protein. So... You know, what makes the morel so exciting? What is this, the hype around the morel mushroom? And should I be a part of that crowd? Should I be one of these people that are looking forward to morel season every year? Um, you know, and so, <laughs> so um, but if you, if you watch people that are really into morels and they'll go out every year and they'll be going hunting through the, they're going through the forest and and you know, the interesting thing about the morels is they are so unpredictable, right? So you'll be going through the forest and you're looking and you've got this secret spot, this secret spot that nobody else knows about. And you go out to that spot this year and you're out there and you can't wait because the tulips are starting to pop and you know it's time for morels to start coming. You go out to your spot, you're looking around, you're looking around and you don't find anything. There's no morels. Oh no, what's going on? Well, that's part of um, what makes this mushroom so exciting. And one of the most unique mushrooms that there are is it's so unpredictable. You cannot predict. People have been trying to predict this mushroom for centuries, okay? It's so unpredictable. And that's what makes it such an elusive mushroom for many mushroom foragers to search when morel season comes around. Because it may pop up in this spot this year and next year it won't. It's just the way this mushroom is. So if you talk to seasoned morel mushroom hunters, they're going to tell you 
that you need to have at least three good spots in your back pocket because if that spot doesn't grow and then you go to your second spot and if that spot doesn't grow then you go to your third spot and bingo baby you've got it because guess what morel mushrooms have a 40 percent chance of growing or not growing so you need to have a backup plan right but that's one of the big things about um about this that um makes it so hype now the other thing is it is a very unique tasting mushroom it's got an earthy nutty flavor profile but what really is interesting what i think makes this mushroom so tasty is it's hollow on the inside i don't know many other mushrooms that are hollow on the inside there may be one but i'm not i can't think of one off the top of my head but the interesting thing about this mushroom is completely hollow so it's got this really thin texture. And when you cut them in half, it makes like a thin abalone, thin type of almost like a pasta style texture, like um, like a noodle or something. And it's really um, what makes it so different. And then it's got that honeycomb cap, which obviously just sucks up flavor, right? So all those pits are gonna soak up any juices that come into it. So you got this thin mushroom with this honeycomb cap that's just absorbing all this flavor. So it's really, really good. Um, now, most people, at least 90% of the recipes I, I see out there, are they all talk about sauteing them with butter or frying them with butter. I don't recommend that because it's high in saturated fat. So I came up with another. Um, I have three other recipes. You can check out another podcast that we have on how to cook the morel mushroom the healthy way and still make it taste delicious. And this morel mushroom also has medicinal benefits. And we talked about that in another podcast, right? So you've got all these cool things um, that go in line with this morel. But what it, its scientific name is Morcella. So it's Morcella mush um, is the scientific name. And there's 80 different species. And it's a member of the edible sac fungi, meaning the spores on the um, are come out of these honeycomb pits inside of the, the, the cap of the mushroom. And another thing to note about this mushroom is it's not slimy. Like a lot of other mushrooms, they'll get slimy. But this one doesn't have that type of a texture. So it's for a lot of people that get turned off by mushrooms because of the sliminess, this one doesn't have it. So you might like it. Another thing that um, brings more attraction into this is there's a, a fear element with the morel because there are poisonous lookalikes and when I say poisonous I mean they'll kill you now a lot of people I know they'll say oh they've eaten these and they don't get sick you know I would say do, um, eat them at your own risk because people have died from eating them so check out my other podcast on comparing you know the different um, poisonous lookalikes and everything now but one thing that is interesting about this mushroom is it does have a toxin called thermolabile within it and so you can't eat the morel mushroom raw without um, the potential for gastric distress so just keep that in mind you, you do want to cook this mushroom before you eat it and it does tend to grow in symbiosis with um, the plants and trees around it but it is it is saprophytic meaning it does break down um, trees and lignin and, and bring it back into the earth for other plants to absorb so that's its purpose is that right to and it does have an attraction to certain trees so one of the things that aside from yeah you have your secret morel patch that that's really cool and all 
But really, this mushroom can take years and years and years, up to 10 years to really master hunting this mushroom because you have to know so many different things. You have to know what plants it associates, what time did the certain plants grow at around the same time as the morel grows, what, what soil temperature does the soil need to be for the morel to grow, what trees does it tend to associate with compared to other trees. And I, I cover all this in another podcast where morel mushroom hunting tips, but really all these skills, a lot of the time they're passed down generation to generation from family members um, on all these different skills. So really when you learn to be a really good morel mushroom hunter that brings in huge harvest every year, it's a skill. It really truly is a skill that's been developed. So the skill, understanding how to cook them to make them taste delicious, understanding how to identify them correctly so you don't pick a poisonous lookalike. And, and that's pretty much the main stuff around it. And the last thing that makes it really a very interesting mushroom is the inability to be able to, to really grow this mushroom and um, cultivate it like a lot of other choice edible mushrooms. That's why you don't see this one in restaurants because it can't be cultivated very easily. And so people have done it. Um, people have done, have been able to grow this mushroom successfully. I think the first person to do it um, was back in 1982 and I can't remember right now his name. I think it was Rob Ower. Anyway, I have another podcast about um, how to grow them indoors. So if you want to check that out. But the, the main thing about growing them indoors is he patented the process so other people couldn't do it when he figured it out. But you can still do it if you look at his patent. And you can still copy it and change a few things. Like Paul Stamets says, you know, there isn't a single mushroom out there that can't be cultivated in multiple different ways. So just because he figured out one way to cultivate it doesn't mean you can't cultivate it another way. So that's another interesting thing about this mushroom. Um, but I do have a, an, a podcast and articles on my site about how to grow this mushroom indoors. And I tell you step by step how to do it so that you can, um, if you do want to give it a shot, just keep in mind. I mean, you can't even predict this thing out in the wild. So... For you to try to predict it inside your house, just give yourself the same chance, you know, 40% success rate and you're doing good, I'd say. But um, other than that, um, there's, like I said, there's 80 different species and I also sum them up into three main categories, the black, the yellow and the half free morels. So if you do want to check those out, check out my other podcast on um, how to identify them and I go into that. But um, that's pretty much it. So that, that's, that's the morel mushroom. It's this brain-looking mushroom. And you got these zombie hunters that go out into, uh, as soon as morel mushroom season hits, bam. It's like, it's like a, literally a season. Like you have spring, winter, fall, morel season. It's literally a season for people that love morel mushrooms. And they're like zombies looking for brains. And they'll be out there hunting them. And then they get a bunch of them. And they cook them up. And it's almost like a cult. It really is. It's a really interesting thing about the morel is there's no other mushroom like it with the following that it has um, for hunters and cookers and, and just, you know, they really get into it. They've got decorative things, sticks with morel mushroom, um, like, uh, you know, decorations around their house, stuff like that. So the morel mushroom is pretty cool.
But um, now you should at least have an understanding of what the morel mushroom is. You can check out all my other articles on the morel if you want to get into more details about the different things about it. But um, other than that, that's pretty much it. Go to, like I said, if you want to learn more, go to curativemushrooms.com and we get into it in more detail there. And I did write an article about the same stuff we covered here. So if you want to see some cool pictures of them and get some more detailed information about them, then check that out. But other than that, thanks for listening. If you thought this was useful, then um, go ahead and share it. And then when you share it, tag me. If you, if you share it on Facebook, tag me in it so I can see that. I'd love to see that. And uh, oh, and one last thing. Be sure to check out, um, go to Creative Mushrooms and enter our our monthly drawing. We have a, a drawing every month and we give away free stuff, really cool stuff related to mushrooms. Um, right now we've got a promotion going on where we're giving magic mushroom spore prints away for our um, September drawing. So be sure to enter to win that before the end of the month. And when you enter to win, you'll actually be enrolled in all future um, drawings that we do every month for different stuff. Last month we just gave away um, a mushroom hunting field guide. But other than that, um, thanks again, and I will be talking to you all soon. Later. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research, Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.